Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Podcast. I am one of your Thursday hosts, Tyler Rowland, here with Alex Clancy. On today's show, we are going to be talking about Dan Snyder and the Washington Commanders. Is this court case enough to make Dan Snyder finally lose the team? I got something to say about that. Also, Rob Gronkowski announced his retirement this week. Do you believe him? And if he came back for somebody other than Tampa Bay, who would it be? And then, of course, as we always do on Thursdays, we will open up Alex's mystery content crate and see what he has on his mind. So all of that and more on a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Let's roll. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Football fans, welcome back to the Locked On NFL Podcast. It is a Thursday show. On today's show, we are talking about Dan Snyder potentially losing the Washington Commanders talking about Rob Gronkowski's retirement and then having some fun in the third segment with a, a mystery content idea from Alex here. Of course, I am one of your hosts, Tyler Rowland from Locked On Titans. Check me out on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans. Alex Clancy from Locked On Cardinals at Clancy's Corner on Twitter. Check us out Monday through Friday on our individual shows. Do want to thank you guys, though, for making the Locked On NFL podcast your first listen every day. Make sure to subscribe on whatever platform you do stream Monday through Friday. NFL content free and available on all platforms. But let's dive in here. So the Washington Commanders have been in the news all week long as their owner, Dan Snyder, continues to be under fire. Now, Dan Snyder has a long list of, I guess we could call them transgressions or at least bad PR situations. There's been a ton of talk, basically, it seems like at all points in times over the last few years of him potentially losing the football team. Uh, he's getting called up by the government and having to discuss the previous workplace conduct violations or issues, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Um, he didn't show up. He's now been subpoenaed, so they're not letting him get away here. And uh, earlier this week, Washington, actually in a coordinated effort, set out a bunch of different memos outlining all the changes that they've made over the last few years, getting Tanya Snyder involved more in the day-to-day -day operations. Ron Rivera, the commander's head coach, sent out a statement. So uh, they're obviously trying to play defense on what's going on. Roger Goodell, of course, was involved and spoke. Um, with Congress about a bunch of different things. But the reality here is Dan Snyder has been through a ton of different fires. Is this, is this actually enough to make him sell the team or give the NFL the ability to do it? Alex, in first blush, uh, do you think this is the straw that breaks the camel's back or uh, he's going to fight through and survive? Um, should it be? Yeah. Will it be? Probably not. I mean, owners don't get forced to sell the team very often. I mean, right. obviously, Donald Sterling in the NBA for very different circumstances. Um, and he was fined like a dollar. <laughs> I think he was fined like $2 million because the NBA, there was a cap on how much you could find somebody for a specific instance like that. I think that was the last instance where that happened. And there needed to be, I think it's a two-thirds vote. Like, I don't, Dan Snyder 
is good for ownership business. I think for the other 31 guys or for the other 31 ownership groups, this has mm-hmm. obviously been going on for a long time in DC. This has been going on for a long right. time. The whole expose, right. the whole article, everything like that. Like there's like, I don't think it's going to be enough. No, I personally, I don't, right. I should it be absolutely. You should have been forced to sell the team. You know, when this report came out, if you were able to step down, you should have stepped down, but that's not how it works. And I don't think that's how it's going to end up now. Yeah. And I agree with you completely. This should be what does it. It should have happened a while ago. And I think he's been protected because the reality here is billionaires are different than millionaires and the people who have issues with Dan Snyder and the workplace culture and all that probably aren't even millionaires, maybe some of them. So it's going to be a tough battle when you take on a billionaire in any legal situation, no matter what is going on. So I, I think that I agree with you it should be, but I have, I guess, an idea that maybe it will be because I think that while I agree with you, I think Dan Snyder is good for business, for the owners, like when you're thinking about it from the owner's perspective, the other 31 people in the room, hey, Dan Snyder's got money, maybe he offers certain things outside of what we see as fans of the game. But at some point, the constant PR nightmare, and now Roger Goodell is being called up on the carpet and having to answer for all of these different things. He's being asked about Dave Portnoy in the middle of of the federal government. Now we can talk about that being a waste of tax dollars, but (laughs) besides that point, besides that point, this is becoming too many PR blunders from Dan Snyder. There are other billionaires out there who are willing to buy that team. (laughs) Jeff Bezos. Yeah. So at some point, I think the NFL is looking for a, a, a scapegoat. These 31 billionaires are in a little fraternity. They can't turn on each other like this. This would be breaking the code in a major way in their boys club. But the NBA, when Donald Sterling's situation happened, it was enough. I think this may be enough for the NFL to finally be like, hey, Dan, it's not on us anymore. It's not, the federal government got involved. We got, You got to go. This is all too much. And I want to say this, despicable. That the commanders are doing this parade of defense, sending out all these statements of all these changes they made. Why did you have to? That's an admission of guilt, in my opinion. Why'd you have to make the changes? Why'd you have to make all these drastic changes? If the culture was so bad for so long that you had to make all these drastic changes, then the person in charge who is still in charge needs to not be in charge anymore. You can't have such a sustained long period of time of mistakes and issues and then change them for a couple of years and put some makeup on and say, oh, look, we're different now. No, the guy who created that environment in the first place is still in charge. And with all of these constant issues, now that the federal government is involved, I think it may just be enough for Dan Snyder to be ousted as the owner of the Washington Commanders. Oh, but And let me say one, mean, one quick thing here on top of that, because Jeff Bezos gets whispered, who owns the Washington <laughs> right. Post? Who owns the Washington Post? Jeff Bezos. It's Jeff Bezos. Okay. So, and who, where was the expose from? The Washington Post. So, like, connecting the dot, like, stop it. I'm not, I'm not saying, but I'm not not saying that that, like, Jeff Bezos could buy a a football, he could buy all 32 football teams probably, you know? So, the fact that if he, like, I agree with you, and I think it's a fool's errand even think that that's possible to happen. I, I understand. I understand. 
maybe I'm being too optimistic. But no, no, hey. but no, but I get it. No, that's a rational way to look at the. That's a rational way to look at the situation. And yeah, something has to different. be the end. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, unless it is. Of course. <laughs> right, of course, and that's a great place to end it. So we are going to move forward. Rob Gronkowski retired earlier this week. Do you believe him if he came back? What team would he play for if Tampa Bay was not included? In the discussion, we'll get into that in just a moment. Before we do, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On NFL podcast your first listen every day. Also, want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is an online company that's been serving parts customers for over 20 years. One thing I didn't know until we started working with RockAuto.com is Auto parts stores, chain stores have different price tiers, whether you're a professional mechanic or a do it yourselfer. So, you're going to have to put on pants. You're going to have to drive to the store. Gas expensive if you don't want to do that. <laughs> then you're going to have to wait in line. You're going to get there. They may not even have the part that you want in stock. You're going to have to have it mailed to you or the store anyways. And then the guy who's a professional mechanic next to you is buying the same part for half the price. Not me. Not you. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. And when you make your purchase, make sure you write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all of the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Second segment, Locked on NFL Thursday, live here on a Thursday. Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. Tyler Rowland, Locked on Titans. We make up the duo that is Locked on NFL Thursday. Thanks for making Locked on NFL your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Talk Daniel Snyder. Let's talk a little bit happier story here, just because Rob Gronkowski is one of the most captivating players to ever wear an NFL jersey for so many different reasons. Like, you would think... You know, the shows broke, like the the, um, the 30 for 30 a long time ago broke where players just spend all their money and they're broke in the first couple of years. Gronk yep. fits the profile, the party dude of somebody that could what fall victim think. to that. And then you find out a couple years <laughs> in, he ain't spending his salary. He's only spending his his uh, his marketing money, his, his, his uh, yeah. So, Marshawn Lynch is like that too. Some people right. get the wrong impression about Marshawn, but he's incredibly calculated and just spent the advertising money. So right there totally. too. So Gronk retires. Um, and there's two different storylines here that I want to discuss. Obviously the one on the surface. Um, is he going to come back? Um, if he does, could it possibly yes. for any team other than Tampa Bay? Um, and I got a little something that I want to bring up at the end. So I'll take this first. Like if Week 10 or week 12 comes around, and there's two different schools of thought here. One, if they need a push, if they want to hit that number one seed and they're around it, or right. say the Saints make a push in the NFC South this this year. Say Jameis really takes a step that everybody's been waiting him to take, and they've got that team, and that defense is great, and they're putting up points with Michael Thomas back, and they need a push in week 10 or week 12. He's like, hey, Gronkalicious, come on, it's time. <laughs> Either right. that or it's like, okay, we're making a push. Come back week 14, get your sea legs, and let's roll. But can we both just really quick say he ain't going anywhere else? It's Tampa Bay or nowhere? Yeah, that seems fair. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we don't need to waste people's eardrum, you know, capacity <laughs> on that. Because it's just – and but there is another wrinkle that I'll get to in a second. But you think he's going to come back 100%? Yes, absolutely. I, I mean, Drew Rosenhaus, his agent, even said there's a good chance that he plays – 
if Tommy calls him in the middle of the season or by next year. So I absolutely think that he's going to play again, and he'll probably just pop back in in the middle of the season. Yeah. Now there's, before I get to the, the question that I have for you, the interesting wrinkle here is the story that came out about how Tom Brady wanted to play in Miami. He wanted Sean Payton to be the head coach. And then that didn't happen. He's saying, okay, I'm not going to come back unless Bruce Arians goes to the front office and Byron Leftwich takes over. Like, it, or, you know, like that whole thing. Right. Todd Bowles, sorry. Like, like it's th- that whole thing was massaged for Tom Brady. Now, that's not to say next year that he's not the quarterback of the, t- of, of the Miami Dolphins. You know, Maybe. like there's another wrinkle. And that would elongate Gronk's career by a full year because mm-hmm. he would yeah. have to come in during the offseason and imagine just. Take a second. We're in the summer. And look at what the roster could be like in Miami next year. If Tom Brady takes a pay cut, if Gronk comes in for $12, and they yeah. have the rest of that team, holy mackerel, Watson. Yeah. And you get to play New England twice a year. Like, that could be like – Yeah, that like sounds that very appealing. NFL player dream – or NFL uh, – somebody covers or a fan's absolute dream. Yeah. So, I agree with I you there. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, well, for me to to move to, it's your question, so I don't want to steal it from you. Let me ask it here. Now. Okay, but, yeah, you're right. I yeah, don't know if you yeah, had anything yeah. else to say about Gronk. So. No, no, I, I I agree. He's gonna play. He's gonna come back for Tampa Bay, and I could see both of them going to Miami next year if they wanted to. I don't. I don't. I I just agree with every. Just agree with everything you said, man. So you know you're on a roll. Sweet. Well, that's awesome. I mean, it's first time. Butter me. I'm on a roll. So with with, with Gronk, it made me think. Like the whole thing has gone on. We posted it from our social. Um, mm-hmm. who's the, who's the best uh, tight end of all time when Gronk announces retirement. And, you know, you've got the old dogs with Tony Gonzalez who really revolutionized the position. I think Shannon Sharp should get a little credit for that as well. And then Antonio Kellen Winslow senior. Yeah. But that's, I mean, Hey, I'm throwing him in. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, he was one of the first great. Um, I think it's a Gronk though. Yeah. But then, but then Antonio Gates really took what Tony Gonzalez did and shifted mm-hmm. it. And then it's Jimmy Graham, you know, it's the aforementioned tight end that's from New England that's not named Rob Gronkowski, who will remain nameless. Like, like it just really revolutionized the position. None of them can do what Gronk can do, where it's like, oh, it's Tuesday. Yeah, I'll go play football again. Like, and I don't know if they would. I don't know if that's to say that it's it's a new age where Tony Gonzalez wouldn't do that and Antonio Gates wouldn't do that, but Gronk's career has been an absolute farce when it comes to like a storyline. It's like, I retire. Okay, I'm getting traded to Tampa Bay for $10 million. Like, it's just the most random thing. He's the greatest ever because of that, in my opinion. He is yeah. the overpound most dominant player we've ever seen at one position, I think, when you look at it. Because he's he is absolutely unadulteratedly dominant as a tight end. Uh, I, th- I think the other guy that I was going to put into this – discussion that could just pop up mid-season and get it done is the other guy I would argue that is just as dominant, if not more, at his one position, and that's Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, yeah. And, and, and I thought that that was going to happen this year, that he was just going to stay retired, wait, and then take a big paycheck to play the last, you know, 10 games of the season, go into the playoffs and see if he can repeat as a champion. Now, ultimately... They cashed him out. I don't blame him. I would do the whole season for that money as well, and he didn't need to do that. But I think that Aaron Donald is a a good comparison for a guy who's just as dominant, uh, being a little undersized. Aaron Donald, people thought early on, being a more of a penetrator than a guy who kind of just holds his spot. I, I think Aaron Donald, with you know the way that he plays the game, like Gronk, 
kind of gave you the best of both worlds. He was able to hold up against double teams in the run, but also be that gap shooter and that interior penetrator. And Gronk was one of the best blockers in the league, but also absolutely dynamic with the ball in his hands as a receiver. So I think that Aaron Donald would be uh, a a good comparison for Rob Gronkowski as a guy kind of turn it on midseason and just show up and do it. But uh, luckily for football fans, we get to watch a full season of Aaron Donald. Not for Arizona Cardinals fans. I mean, and so before we pivot here to Clancy's mystery hour next segment, um, there's one guy that, so it's like the first person that popped in my head. Now that this is becoming a thing with Gronk, you know, it's just like, okay, he's going to play. He's not going to play. I don't know of anybody else in history across all sports that have done this. The only other name that came to my mind was Ray Allen. Where like after he, he was linked to a bunch of different teams. He went to Miami. Okay. After Boston and now, Kevin Garnett and, and Paul Pierce won't talk to him, which is the biggest BS I've ever seen. But like Ray Allen was a minute man at the end of his career where it's like, yeah. okay, these are the players that they should add in the off season. And then during the regular season, maybe Ray Allen would for a team that needs a push would do that. But I don't think that there's ever been this kind of gronky career arc after, you know, his prime is almost over. I mean, if Gronk could play, Gronk could play another 17 game season, maybe two of them at a high level. Dude, I mean, he's a touchdown machine. He's, right. a touch, he's an absolute touchdown machine. You know that the Bucs are starting to get in playoff mode when Gronk starts scoring more touchdowns. That and is now the clearly starting to get into they're starting to get into playoff mode when he actually joins the team. Yeah, there you go. Well, that and that's the moniker <laughs> now. Alex Lancy locked on Cardinals. Tyler Rowland locked on Titans. Rolling on here on a live edition of Locked On NFL Thursday. Thank you for making Locked On NFL your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Next, it's my time. It's me. For those that don't know, welcome to Locked on NFL. Tyler Rowland likes to prepare, likes to take notes. I like to have topics and have a conversation. I don't tell him one topic a week, so I get to have my fun. That's Rowland next, Locked on Cardinals. First, Bill Bart. So we have ad copy to read. Great ad copy from, from our, our, our friends over at Bill Bar. Um, if you don't know about Bill Bar yet, best tasting protein bar on the planet, healthiest candy bar on the planet if you want to look at it that way. The flavors have been absolutely insane. Our Twitter DMs have been blowing the hell up. Um, what I tell people that Built Bar tastes like, whatever the flavor is, is a healthy version of everything your parents wouldn't let you eat when you were younger. That's pretty much it. It's a candy bar of goodness that you'd have to sneak when you were younger. The new um, the new featured uh, flavor is Coconut Brownie. So Coconut Brownie Chunk itself, the Built Bar, is I believe qualified as the greatest by our Twitter DMs. I think it's one. It has the crown. Now, this is the puff version with the protein-infused marshmallow. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein. It's a home run, man. I've got a box on the top of my refrigerator right now. Go to build.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Hey, Alex. Hi. You know what's on tonight? The NBA draft. Nailed it. The NBA draft. That is a fact. And where this has been a heavy NBA. We talked Ray Allen's career-ending arc. Now we're going to talk some NBA draft. Just kidding, but I do want to tell you guys that you're not going to get any better coverage of the NBA draft than you're going to get with the Locked On NBA coverage 
tonight. Uh, the Locked On NBA channel, Locked On NBA Big Board. You're going to have Odyssey experts. I mean, it's a full-blown event. The NBA draft is going on tonight. Make sure you checked on, uh, check out Locked On NBA, Locked On NBA Big Board. Excellent content coming your way. But with that being said, we're going to get into Alex's mystery segment. I'm so excited. You go ahead. Take it away. Yeah, this is more of a light, fun one. I knew we were going to talk about Dan Snyder, a little bit heavier content. It's yes, Thursday, sorry. man. You know, no, it's fine. We had to, we had to talk about it. Um, this is silly season. We're not in list season yet, which is going to be a lot of our content Ooh, moving forward. We're getting well. What it's almost, I think July one is like the kickoff of list season, where it's like you're six weeks away from camp or a month away from camp, and then you know yep. things really start to things really start to head. What head coach? would you most like to play for and least like to play for? And how we do this is customary is I'll let Tyler kind of marinate in his juices over there without being able to take notes, without being able to do exactly what he loves to do before shows. And rightfully so Um, I'm going to go first with the, with the coach I'd least like to play for. And I'll just punt on Cliff Kingsbury. Um, I I won't, I'm not going to do that. It's Bill Belichick and it's not close. And the reason why is, Winning's fun, and nowadays, well, especially unless you're a tight end named Johnny Smith or Hunter Henry, ain't nobody getting paid in New England. So you go to New England to win, okay? That was that was during Tom Brady's tenure there. Now you go to New England, you don't get paid that much, and this militaristic fashion of football, it's like maybe getting drafted there would be good, but as a free agent, it's like that ship has sailed and now Bill Belichick is a head coach who's militaristic, and that wouldn't be very fun for me, personally. The play, the coach that I would love to play for, and it's weird because there's a couple that I went back and forth on. Like, you can go, like, Matt LaFleur or, you know, some of the younger coaches, but for me, it's Pete Carroll, and it's like he was the first, like, since he came back, when he was in New England, you know, it, was, it didn't win very much. And then, you know, he went to USC. He brought USC to the NFL. Gum right. chewing, laughing, jumping around like an idiot. Like, he's a high school basketball coach as an NFL head coach. <laughs> he's like a high school gym teacher who's the high school basketball coach who's an NFL right. head coach. And I feel like even though the gameplay is kind of boring with running the ball and playing defense, like it's obviously changed a little bit recently, but – I think Pete Carroll will be the most fun to play for because he has the pedigree, he has the wins, and he still has the smile and the and the great job, the super goober Russell Wilson in head coach form. So I would right. say Pete Carroll. Um, well, I have more that I would like to play for than I have guys I wouldn't want to play for. Uh, the only one that really, really came to mind, guys I wouldn't want to play for, obviously – Cliff Kingsbury, but I don't think he would be bad to play for. I I think the X's and O's maybe late in the season, he's a little behind. But Mike McCarthy, after watching uh, Hard Knocks, like, I, I just, I think that you were, sur- the, the coordinators were smarter football guys. So Mike McCarthy's whole job is to lead the coaching staff and like be a rah-rah guy to me. Well, I didn't believe his rah-rah stuff. <laughs> You know, so like if your only purpose is to get me fired up because the coordinators are the actual football smart guys, then 
I, I don't. I, that's not what I'm looking for. Now, a guy that can fire you up while also being smart about his job, even if he's not the number one offensive or defense. Mike Tomlin. Let me play for Mike Tomlin. Yeah, Let me play for Mike Vrabel. I know that I'm the Titans guy, so maybe that may seem like two-tone glasses, but I think a lot of people agree that Mike you know, Vrabel looks like a fun guy to play for. I, on the other side, because I am somewhat of a perfectionist and uh, details and blah, 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 I would like to play for Bill Belichick to see the method behind the madness. Uh, so I, I'm with you there uh, in terms of having a, a couple of guys that I'd like to play for. But, yeah, Andy Reid in there, of course, would be great too because he's like a old grandpa, you know, that's just a, a, a offensive genius. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I would say Mike McCarthy I wouldn't want to play for, and Mike Tomlin would be my number one to play for. Word. Alex Lanty, Locked On Cardinals, Tyler Rowland, Locked On Titans. We are Locked On NFL Thursday. Thank you for making Locked On NFL your first listen each and every day. Be sure to check him out Monday through Friday, free and available on all platforms, all your Tennessee Titans news, and likewise for me with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, yeah, man. Thanks for making it. First listen. Tomorrow, your boy Q, Chris Carter. I mean, some of the best Excellent. in the business. Like, we do not mess around with the national host parents. We do not do it. So be sure to check our, our boys out tomorrow. Alex Lancey, Tyler Rowland. We'll talk to you next Thursday.